now on this episode of Miami Miked Up, we welcome in one of the newest additions to the Miami Marlins franchise, third baseman, power hitter, Jake Berger. Jake, it is awesome to have you on the show. I'm so excited to get to chat with you a bit. So thank you for joining me today. Yeah, on Miami yeah no up. problem. Uh, first question for you actually takes us away from baseball. I want to know what is the thing that has most recently brought you joy off the field? Oh, I mean, I, I think I have to go with my, my son being born. Um, you know, it's, it's life changing. You know, so many people are telling you about how it changes your life and gives you a whole new perspective, but uh, nobody really explained it, the uh, the gravity of that. But um, so, yeah, just seeing him grow up, he's nine months now, so starting to interact and uh, have his own little personality. He'll throw himself backwards <laughs> if he's upset with something you're doing, yeah. but um, that's definitely uh, would, would be the, the main thing off the field that's bringing me joy. The joys of all the little parts of fatherhood that you're getting to learn about, I imagine, as you go through. Man, what a year to go to a new city with, with a newborn. That's got to be really crazy. So how have things sort of, I mean, you've been with the team for what, 10 days now. So have things settled down a little bit or is it still a crazy whirlwind as you get everything together? It's still a little bit of a whirlwind, but... Um, you know, I couldn't do it without my wife, um, Ashlyn. You know, she's been with me every step of the way and uh, supporting me in any way. So, um, you know, she's she's a superhero. So um, couldn't do it without her. Obviously, it's still a whirlwind with, you know, family trying to come out and mm-hmm. see me play, um, come to Miami um, and, and do stuff like that. But um, the off day really, really needed yeah. that, you know, kind of reset. I was talking to Skip. It's like, yeah, I just need a little, little reset, slow it down yeah. a little bit and, uh, you know, get back to the, to playing like, like I know I, I can. Yeah. I mean, that, that part has got to be insane. It, you know, people don't think about that when it comes to the trade deadline. It's like, all right, show up and just perform when meanwhile, you're uprooting your entire life, your family's life, going to a new city. Um, I did a little bit of, uh, social media stalking, Instagram stalking and doing research for you and saw just, you and your wife and your baby are just, it's an adorable pair, uh, uh, trio and you guys um, clearly have it going the right way. So it's, it's nice to see. So as you are here now as a Miami Marlin, you know, the fans want to get to know you. So what would you say are your greatest strengths as a ball player on the field? And then what do you think your greatest strength is as a teammate in the clubhouse? Yeah, I mean, um, I think being a good teammate is uh, utmost important. You know, I think that's... Uh, that's rule number one. Um, you know, that's what my dad taught me growing up is, uh, you know, you got to be a really good teammate. So, um, you know, I, I like to stay to myself. I'm a little sarcastic at times, um, <laughs> you know, but um, this is a good group of guys here. So they've, they've made me feel at home and uh, feel a part of this, um, you know, from minute one, you know, yeah. when I walked into the clubhouse. So, um, you know, I, I don't think I'm a very good joke teller, but, you know, I can sing a little bit. So, <laughs> you um, can sing a little bit. I, you know, you can sing a little my, bit. My wife will say I can't, but I think I can. I you know, like that. I got a, more of like a country twang that okay. I can pull out. Um, so you're doing that in the clubhouse, getting country music going yeah, well, and singing yeah, around yeah. with the guys? Yeah, you know, you know how it is. I love um, that. That's amazing. But, um, you know, on the field, I think uh, for me, it's uh, my, my exit velocities and how I impact the ball. Um, you know, that's I just have to do it on a more consistent basis, you know, I I think I'm my, uh, my my worst critic. You know, I'm I'm always uh, looking to uh, improve and try and get better. And yeah. um, you know, so um, when I do impact the ball, it's uh, it's fun. So um, you know, just trying to hone that in a little more. And um, you know, I think a lot of a lot of fans don't know about um, you know the injury history that I went through. And um, you know, I tore my Achilles twice. My my the same one um, tore it 
February of 2018, and then uh, two and a half months into rehab, I tore it again in May of uh, 2018. So had to battle a lot with that, um, you know, both from a mental health standpoint yeah. and a physical standpoint. So, you know, I think that's, you know, any achievement I, I have on the field is obviously awesome. I'm going to do as much as I can um, to, to help myself, uh, you know, have any sort of accolade there is. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think that's my greatest feat is coming back from that. I think coming back from that is amazing. And, and I wanted to get into that a little bit later into this. So let's, let's just do that now. Let's go that direction. Um, I read a piece on you from a few years back where you talked a bit about your mental health and struggles you've had with anxiety or depression. I, I've gone through the same thing. Um, so for me, reading that coming from you was, was really inspirational and I think very brave to put that out there. Um, but also to see the way that you've used your story to help others. Um, and I read the story of, of of a young man bringing a letter to you. Do you want to share that with, with the people on this podcast and maybe a bit of your mental health journey, the way that you've sort of, you know, been able to get things together for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I got uh, diagnosed with PTSD um, after my second one, uh, second tear. And, uh, you know, it's it, when you hear the words PTSD, you know, it's uh, you, you think about, um, you know, military action or uh, law enforcement action or uh, the medical uh, world, but um, you know, I, I didn't really understand what what it meant, and uh, you know, I was going through a really tough battle with that, and um, you know, I think that that led to a lot of the uh, depression and anxiety I had, um, while also not being able to play the game I love and um, you know do do something that um, you know I've been doing my entire life. Right. So, um, you know, that that was kind of the the start of the battle was was the diagnosis of PTSD, and um, you know, I started questioning if I was ever going to play baseball again. Um, you know, I've talked to my parents about, um, you know, quitting multiple times and, uh, they, they always just talk to me about not regretting anything in life. And if I do quit, um, you know, I think, uh, I think I'm going to regret it. So, um, that was in 2019 when I had that conversation with my parents. So I remember the day and, um, you know, kind of how, how I presented it to them. Um, and then 2020, um, get to spring training and, um, the world shuts down. Right. Right. Um, and so that was an, another, like, just like, Oh my God, like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna get back to, you know, who I am as a baseball player? Um, I sat, sat in my hotel room, uh, for spring training and thought long and hard about it. And, um, uh, you know, I decided to send out a tweet, which is, uh, still mm -hmm. pinned on my Twitter. Yes, um, it is. basically talking about, Hey, like, this is what I've been dealing with. Um, you know, thanks for, Everybody that's been concerned about me, um, I'm going to get this out here. And if anybody wants to reach out, they can, um, you know, because for me, you know, I, I had this experience where it's like, okay, I feel like my, the, the whole part of my life is taken away from me, you know, and there's so many people out there that are having the same thing done to them. You know, mm -hmm. I want to try and use my story to help as many people as I can. Um, and I had... <laughs> over a thousand DMs, you know, talking about whether they're dealing with something or their family members dealing with something. And, um, you know, you realize how, how big of a issue this is, you know, yeah. and, and how big, um, it stretches, you know, it, it can affect anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and one fan in particular, um, you know, reached out to me and we had a nice chat about it. And, um, I was playing in Norfolk, um, Virginia and, and triple a, and, um, he actually came to the game and wrote me a letter and basically, you know, just talking about, how I helped them and stuff. And, you know, for me, it's that, that tweet wasn't about being selfish or anything. You know, I just wanted to help 1% of the people out there yeah. as best I can. And, you know, if I just help one person, that's, that's a win for me. Well, that, that mentality is amazing. And, and given the circumstances, you know, going into 2020, we all had, had this sort of wave of like, 
unknown, right? And and just like you talked about in dealing with your own future and your own career, it was this this level of unknown, and that could be really scary. I think a lot of people go through that at different times of life and don't necessarily have anyone to speak to, have anyone to look at as an example. And so the fact that you're doing that, I'm appreciative of it, and I know baseball fans around the country are as well. Um, you know, you talked about your mom and dad there and, you know, their impact on you. Was your dad like your coach as a kid? Was he around a lot with, with baseball? Do you have a favorite youth baseball memory? Oh, uh, I have some that <laughs> that are, uh, you know, funny now. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear know. it. Let's no, hear it. Come on, man. That's, no, that's, not, these are old stories. No, I don't want to throw them under the bus. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, all right. No, that's fair. But yeah, he that's was, fair. he um, threw me BP every day. <laughs> yep. You know, I think that's, uh, it's been a goal since I was little that if I do get in the home run derby, you know, he'd be my VP thrower. All right, we got to make that know, happen. Right? We got to um, make that happen. Yeah, but he it was, was so around. cool with Adley Rushman. I know. Watching that with mm -hmm. his dad, like with Cano a few years yeah. back when he won it with his dad, that mm -hmm. would be the coolest. Right. That's so that's been like a, a lifelong dream for us. But um, yeah, he's around and he, you know, not only taught me the, the ins and outs of baseball, um, you know, he was, he was a college baseball player, but also mm -hmm. just, you know, how to be a man off the field and be be who I am you know and and he helped me through that uh mental health journey you know yeah. where um you know there's that stigma around uh you know just be a man and don't don't talk about your emotions Rub some or dirt talk on about it. your feelings and <laughs> he helped with that that's mm -hmm. beautiful that that he was able to to channel that for you because I think so so often particularly when we're talking about sports right mm -hmm. there's this macho masculine energy of just you know, like I just said, rub, rub some dirt on it. It's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it when really, you know, internally we're dealing with our own stuff. So to have your dad there to be able to help you through it now that you can preach that to others. You've talked about how much fun you're having here in Miami. Mm -hmm. I think people really noticed in that that first uh, press conference after a game like, hey, I'm having the time of my life playing here. So what is it that's made it unique about playing with this group in the first 10 or so days that you've been here? Yeah, this group's just fun and they're resilient. Um, you know, that's that's the first impression I got when we when I played them um in Chicago you know when I was still with the White Sox was you know just no no quit yeah um you know and fun energy and that's I mean immediately when you walk into the clubhouse that's what you get you know and um you know it's that resilience and never quit and um you know just working as hard as we can and having as much fun as we can um you know that's that's refreshing to to walk into and um, you know try and contribute to as much as you can. Well, you've been on the road some so far. Um, either what is the most uniquely Miami experience you've had thus far in your time, or what are you looking forward to in the next month to two months of being down here in Miami? Where you're like, all right, that's something I got to try out. Yeah, it's a that's a good question. I mean, um, I want to try some like truly authentic Cuban food. Let's make that um, happen. You know, I for think sure. That's, but the the first day, um, you know, we're playing the Phillies that night, and uh, you know, about 45 minutes before the game, um, you know, you have Cuban coffee coming around. Like, if you, yes. you want to get a little, yes. and I'm like, this is Miami. Like, yeah, <laughs> this fires me up. Yeah, know? right. Because like, in, in the Midwest, you know, you're used to like a Red Bull or yep. something. You're not, you're not getting the. <laughs> not that cafecito hits different. Oh yeah, man. it's amazing. It'll, it'll power you through a game. It'll power you through, unfortunately, the rest of your night as yes. well. You won't be able to fall asleep. <laughs> exactly. It's too much caffeine. That's what I'm trying to. Yeah, but it's kind of nice know? though. You have a little one of those before yeah. the game. You're ready to go. I love that. You know, with this team in particular, right? You get traded here at the deadline, um, and and the Marlins are a buyer, right? Which I think so many fans and and for that matter, guys in this clubhouse haven't really experienced in a, in a really long time. Um, so to see this team get you, get Josh Bell, add Ryan Weathers as well, um, you know, seeing a team that that's building not only for right now but for the future, um, 
when you get that sort of vote of confidence of like I'm being brought in not only to be here, you know, for the long term and now be a part of this organization's future, but to help this team right now that's competing for a wild card. How much confidence does that instill in you? And and what do you believe that this team is capable of going forward? Do you believe you guys are a playoff team? Yeah, I mean, it, the the confidence, um, you know, that the organization has shown me is, um, you know, there's there's no words to even put to that. Um, you know, I, it just it makes me want to play even harder than I already do, you know, for the organization and um, for the city and for the fans. So, um, you know, it, it kind of – I, I really don't – like there really are no words. Um, yeah. You know, it's just – uh, I'm very passionate um, uh, about it, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a like I say, it's a good group of guys, and um, you know, it's it's guys that that are resilient. So you know, I think the the ceiling, um, you know, it's endless. The sky's the limit. So um, you know, as long as we play our our baseball and uh, you know keep keep doing what we do, you know, the sky's the limit. As the great Michael Jordan would say, the ceiling is the roof. All right, yeah. uh, ra- <laughs> rapid fire, real quick. These are all you can give me quick answers to these, um, but the first one is the most important one. Jake Burger, what are the best burger toppings? If you could create your own burger, which I'm sure you've been asked this question a thousand yeah. times, create your own Jake Burger burger. What goes on it for me? So we got two two avenues here. Okay. Um, I'll, I like how seriously you're taking yeah, this off the Yeah, no, bat. because I get this question a lot. So yeah, I so really you've talked about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so the creative style burger. Okay. Not the, I, I think the original burger is by itself. So like, there's a standard that yes. you will tell me what those are, yeah. but you'll also give me your creative option. Yeah, the, the creative option is mac and cheese on the burger. Yes, okay. Yeah. I'm into that. And yeah. now are you going mac, like pure just let's put mac and cheese on there, or are you going like Cheesecake Factory style where it's like a mac and cheese, like a fried ball of mac and cheese that's put on there and then smushed? See, I go just straight mac and cheese Throw right, it out, on top. right out of okay. the pot. Yeah. Anything else with the mac and cheese? No, if you want to put it in condiments whatever you want to put on there but, that's up to you um yeah i think that's so a mac and cheese burger is one option the creative and then your standard then burger the what goes there the traditional style is for me it's mayonnaise mustard not a big ketchup guy okay bacon and okay. pickles and that's pickles it. and that's it no yeah. lettuce tomato onion no you can put cheese on there if you want it but you know it's, we have it's what's what's we're pre- what's our preference of cheese and how are we cooking this burger see I think you go medium is the the safe bet with burgers. Okay. That's, that's the temperature you got to go. And then for me, I really like the pepper jack on there. Get a little yeah, a look little at that kinginess with it. But um, you know, if not, I think the sharp cheddar is okay. I like this because even your standard burger has a little it, bit of a yeah, twist, gotta, a little bit of variation. You got to add a little flair. I'm to into it. that. I'm into that. All right, now truly rapid fire here because I know they'll probably come in in the next couple of minutes and make me stop talking to you. Um, more of a music guy or movies and TV guy? Oh, that's so tough. Do you like both? Yeah, I you love consume both. a lot of content. I, yeah, I love both, but I'm going to say movies and shows because I'm more passionate about that. Okay, favorite movie and favorite TV show. Oh, or go to rewatch because there's differences. There. Yeah, I know there is a big difference there, but um, I think favorite TV show is probably Peaky Blinders. For oh, me. great. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then movie, it's really kind of all over the place. Um, depends on how I'm feeling. I mean, Interstellar, you can't go wrong with. Okay. Um, oh, so if you're a Christopher Nolan guy and a Peaky Blinders guy, you must be really into the Oppenheimer movie. Have you oh, had a chance yeah. to yeah. see it? No, not yet. Yeah, because I, yeah. you just got traded. Yeah, just got, so you've been yeah, a little it's busy. It's been, it's been a crazy couple of days. <laughs> we'll get you to a Barbenheimer weekend as well. <laughs> Favorite hobby outside of baseball? Um, either video games or hiking. Favorite video game? Um, currently or like all time? Either or. 
I mean, or both. FIFA is like the standard, like right? What you're going to go with. Terrific. Um, I think Apex is uh, the current for okay. me right now. Um, but Hearts of Irons Four is like my mainstay. Which you're is, a real video game. Yeah, it's guy. like a World War Two. Like, I like this. Yeah. Uh huh. All right, and then favorite place to hike? Um, in Tennessee. All was, right. Yeah. Um, talent no one would expect you to have outside of baseball. Um, I think I'm a pretty good chess player. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. cool. Favorite baseball sound? When you hit a ball like over 110. Like, <laughs> that it crack doesn't matter who it is. Like, you know, yeah. when you hear see Shohei hit a ball or Soler, yep. like, you know, it's just it's just a different sound. Favorite baseball smell? Uh, leather of the of your glove. Favorite baseball player growing up? Paul Canerco or Scott Rowland? Oh, God, those are both good answers. Mm-hmm. Those are both good answers. A pitcher you've always wanted to face or, like, the favorite guy you've ever faced? I've always – if I could go back in the past, I'd always want to face Randy Johnson. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't I don't think there's a current guy. I got uh, – I faced Kershaw earlier this year. That so, that, cool. you know, I think that's, that's the other one. I like that. Do you have any baseball superstitions? Uh, my left sock – goes on before my right side this i swear every time i ask this question the example that i use from when i played high school left sock went on before my right sock every single game it always goes the same way i couldn't be happier with this right now um who is the guy in this clubhouse you've bonded with the quickest oh um you know i think josh bell like it it makes sense because you know we both get traded into clubhouse together and uh we bonded really well but um Nick Fortet is probably the other. Who's the loudest or funniest guy in the clubhouse so far? Um, Luis Arise is probably both of those. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. He 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 was our last guest from the team on this mm-hmm. podcast, and getting to talk to him for a few minutes was just wonderful. Yeah. He's a terrific human being. Oh yeah. And is. then finally, um, what is the thing you care about the most off the field? My family. We'll wrap it yeah. right back around to family. Yep. I love it. All right, Jake Berger. One of the newest Miami Marlins here for the long term. It was a pleasure getting to talk to you. Hopefully, we will be able to do this again sometime soon on Miami Mic'd Up. Thanks, yep. Jake. Thank you.